Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. One podcast to rule them all. <laughs> We're going to be talking a little bit about the Rings of Power, the new Amazon original TV show based on the Lord of the Rings uh, today. So we're going to give our initial impressions, talk about some theories we have going forward, um, and all that good jazz after our little break and after the nerdy confessions. Thank you guys for stopping by leaving a like, a subscribe, a follow, a positive review on the old Apple iTunes. We haven't got, had one of those in a while, so you could do one of those. It would really help us out. Um, all that good stuff is free, free for you, helps us out a ton, gets us in front of more eyeballs, into more ear holes, and that's where we want to be, all up in your ear holes. All in the holes. If you want to take it one step further and not involve your holes, check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. You can become a patron today. Help support the show monetarily. All righty then, Christian. Let's start the show, as we always do, with some nerdy confessions, where we confess the things that make us nerds. Give me one. So my nerdy confession, I think it's not a secret that I'm not big into sports. Sorry, I'm just taking some stuff off here. Uh, I'm not big into sports, but I think I finally found something that might suit me. Uh, I started watching some highlight videos of eSports, uh, specifically <laughs> fighter games. Oh, yeah. And those guys are so good. They are really good. But my favorite is I saw a couple reels where it's like the comebacks where, like, yeah. my favorite is when someone is talking so much shit and then you see them get their upcomings like everyone loves that it's the best one guy um i don't remember which street fighter it was street fighter third strike you're talking about daizo the chun Li ultra parry with oh that's fucking classic yeah i've seen that multiple times dude so good it still gives me chills it's it's like something out of that was my game and my character too it was like something out of a fucking movie like like the fact that that hasn't been a movie i'm sure one day like that's better than rudy fuck rudy (laughs) get wrecked sam but just like bop 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 and then the fucking jump jump and then the oh short year kid and to fucking take the win i mean that's a classic that's of course so good the latest one i was watching and i forgot the guy's name but he was like the champion it was one of the new Marvel um, games. Hagar was in it. Um, like Marvel versus Capcom? I think so. The yeah, yeah, because it had to be because Magneto and Doctor Doom was there. Yep, yep. It was one of the new ones, and it was this Filipino guy who was just talking so much shit to so <laughs> many players. And this quiet, meek, almost hunchback little Chilean dude, I think it was KBR was his name, and they did a exhibition match, and he lost really fucking bad. Nope. And then there was a tournament, and then they caught up to the uh, towards the end. And like a classic fucking story, the you know the Chilean guy was losing like bad until mid, and then just completely destroyed him at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. And like, and earlier the Filipino guy was talking so much shit. The Chilean dude didn't say anything. Just sat there, turned, shook his hand. I was like, dude, what a fucking gentleman. <laughs> didn't say. I love it anything at all and like you just see so many people talking shit in the background yeah and those are my favorite that's the best (laughs) i mean it's like i as far as esports go like i've never i've never really enjoyed watching people other people play video games like there's there's one-off experiences like that uh uh i think his name was daiso or daigo or something the the chun li perry uh video stuff like that like i enjoy seeing and stuff but 
just never been one into into watching. And a lot of it's like super high level Counter Strike Go and shit like that. And I just like I don't give two shits about that. But it is nice to see a, a under underdog story kind of come back and win the whole thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to compete because I don't think I'm at that fucking level. Yeah. But I definitely I'm going to hit up our buddy Hell Pockets and be like, dude. Put me on some videos to watch. Like I need, yeah, I need to watch like the best ones. Oh yeah, or just I'm start, sure he's got plenty of uh, highlight reels to send you. Or just start even watching um, some some tournaments, man. Yeah, yeah, like for sure, it's it's pretty fun to watch. And there's big money in those tournaments, which is crazy too. You know, it's like uh, like millions of dollars in some of these ones. Um, That's crazy, man. Like I know I'll never be at the level. I'm like in arcade or like playing at home on a console. I'm like. I would say like slightly above average. I feel like yeah, I'm, I, I'm a, you can beat I, some of your friends. Yeah, I can beat some of my friends. <laughs> Me and my brother, depending on the game and yeah. depending on the match, we go back and forth. So that's and that's what's fun when you have like the back and forth when you're right. just completely destroying someone. It's like all right, yeah, I need to find fun. other people at my level. Yeah, um, exactly. <clears throat> I feel the same way. It's like you know, it's. It's fun to dunk on someone for a while, but then you just start feeling bad if it's just all the time. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you got to find those ones who kind of compete with you. I've just never gotten to the level where people are like, oh, well, you know, the, the frame rate's off or this is that. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. well, the pixels on this TV is off. Like, dude. Hitbox like, is way too big on him. Everyone knows that. It's fucking cracked. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. This character's broken. You can't play this character's character. broken. It's banned. Rufus is banned. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my nerdy confession is, uh, somewhat sport related too. Um, but it's actually more of a real sport than esports. <laughs> it's a real sport. But just barely, Christian. Um, chess is a sport. I feel like esports is, should be considered. <laughs> I don't think chess is a sport. It's definitely a game. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, uh, this weekend at today, in fact, was the final day of the disc golf world championships. And, uh, any listener of the pod have, uh, knows that I have recently taken up, well, not recently, I guess I've been playing it like six, seven months now. But I've been playing a lot of disc golf. And um, so I got really into, uh, you know, you start finding your favorite players and stuff. And one of my favorites is Paul Macbeth, who's five-time world champion uh, disc golfer, the winningest man in disc golf. The winning, the winningest? Yeah. <clears throat> is that like a title he made up or? No, winning, winning, winningest. Yeah, that's. The one who has won the most. That's a word. Wouldn't it just be the winner? Well, it's a different way. He's the one who has won the most. He's a winningest man. You're the English major. I'll take your word for yep. it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so he has won five world championships. And as of today, as of about 30 minutes ago, number six, maybe. And I got really excited watching it live. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's funny, though, because. Do they get rings? Do you get like? Uh, no, it's trophies. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's definitely won the most by a, a long margin. Now I think the next closest guy has three or four. So he's just kind of cemented his uh, hold on the disc golf world for a while. So American. Uh, yeah, he's from. Uh, I think he's from Huntington Beach, California. Doesn't if matter. I'm not as long as he's American. Um, but he has like his own line of discs and everything. He plays for Discraft Team Discraft. Um, I have several of his that I enjoy throwing very much. Um, but yeah, it's just it's it's fun to watch these guys who are playing with frisbees essentially. Um, but disc, Cody. Yeah, but dude, just throwing it like crazy, throwing these things like six hundred feet, dude. You know, if this was the eighties, there'd definitely be a disc golf movie for sure. Yeah, like some kind of underdog, like you know, <laughs> they're doing like really shitty from Jamaica or yeah. something, like some area where they don't have. Disc? Where would they not have discs? What country would not have discs? Um, I don't know. Maybe somewhere re really windy. <laughs> Some kind of underdog story. Maybe from Mexico. They started yeah. tossing tortillas. Yeah, kind of throw the tortillas. That's how you practice. <laughs> Fucking Heiser flipped that tortilla. Someone was just watching Javier throwing him. Was like that kid's a natural. He's working at a taqueria. He's just like fucking forehanding it. Yeah, <laughs> that kid's a natural. I need Dude, him on my fucking team. This movie writes itself. <laughs> Rival team would be Italy throwing the pizza dough and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they've like, just been pros for so long. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I would, I would watch the shit out of that. Movie. It would have to be done eighty style. It couldn't be done today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's got to be like cool runnings, you know. Mm -hmm. But you know, disc golf. But yeah, it's it's just really fun to watch. You know, watch a sport, and it's like, it's 
the the unfortunate part about it is like uh, there are people out there who are pro, you know, professional disc golfers, who if they don't win a tournament in a year, like they're basically they have to quit because they're broke. Like the the payouts are so low compared to like regular golf. Imagine it's the women of, the, of disc golf. Uh, oh yeah, paid. exactly. And it and that's one thing that's that's kind of cool about the. Um, I mean. I guess that they get paid less. That's the cool part. No, I was gonna say that was kind of cool about the pandemic, but I didn't want to say that the pandemic was cool. But a lot of because it's an outdoor sport, it's fairly inexpensive to get into. Yep. A lot of people got into it, and so um, you know the uh, like this year the women's uh, one of the women's uh, major uh, championships, not the world championship, but one of the major uh, competitions, was like the most viewed women's of all time which is cool because like they you know you think about like the nba versus the wnba and you multiply that by a million and that's what you get like the difference between the men's disc golf and women's disc golf like there's a crowd of maybe 300 400 people for the men's and there's like you know 30 or 40 for the women's and this is the world championships so you know it's good that more people are getting into it and bringing more notoriety to the sport and hopefully one day they'll get out there and get like um, the uh, payouts and purses for these championship games, so these guys can make a better living at it. You know, here's a couple. Here's a couple uh, celebrities who are into disc golf. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you three different ones. All right. Number one. Wait, wait. Is this like where two are fake, one is real? Nope, they're okay. all real. All right. But just just for, for your information. All right. Number one, Burt Kreischer. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, he's he plays he brings discs everywhere on tour, and they play different you know different courses. Have people confused you for him yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Thank okay. God, I'm mostly sober, so <laughs> it's pretty easy. Um, another one, Andrew Zimmern from uh, Bizarre Eats. You know the Food Network show. The name sounds familiar. He's the bald guy, but he's always eating like weird fish eyeballs and shit like that. That was his show. Andrew. Zimmern. The name sounds very. Yeah, familiar. you know him if you saw him. He's a big Food Network guy. Um, last one, uh, I don't know, I can't remember his name or pronounce it, but he's Torment from Torment Giant Spain from Game of Thrones. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, he's okay. actually he's actually on Team Innova in 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 fucking Sweden or whatever nice. the fuck he's from, and he has like his own channel and stuff. So that's pretty dope. Pretty cool. Lots of I didn't know until I looked it up. Uh, he was in The Witcher. He was the um... he was the pig man. Yeah, and I was like, I know this guy. I definitely. Yeah. I thought it was Jermaine uh, from, from Flight of Conquest. Yeah, and I was like, it's, that's Jermaine for sure. And I was like, oh, no, no, it's not him. No, wrong accent. <laughs> you, you were close. Um, but, yeah, it's, so there's a lot of fun people, uh, fun disc golf stuff out there. And it's like I said, it's easy to get into. I feel like everyone should try it out. You should come out with me sometime. I'm, I'm down. I yeah. probably will suck, but I'm down. Dude, everyone sucks when they start. I still suck now, but, like, I've gotten better over the last six months, you know. Um, but – once you once you get out there and you actually throw the disc and you're like, oh, I just threw it 40 feet and I threw it as hard as I could. And then you see these guys go out there. They don't look like they're trying at all. And they throw it like 500 feet. You're like, God damn it. I'm just going to watch videos before I go. Like, all right, how, what's the technique? Why am, I, why am I so bad? <laughs> yeah, it just takes a while. But, man, it is a lot of fun. But, yeah, shout out to Paul McBeth, five-time world champ or six-time world champion now. I just want to throw him like, uh, like the Oriza in the yeah the, the, uh, the dark, dark tower, tower just <laughs> cutting people's heads off and yeah shit. yeah when I throw when I throw forehand which is which is like this like sidearm um, I definitely feel hella cool because <laughs> I'm like oh, phew just like feel like you're throwing batarangs or some shit it it looks so cool okie dokie well before we take our little uh, mid episode break um, let's give our Let's give our non-biased, non-spoiler, Rings of Power review. Should people watch this, Christian? Is it worth the time? Two episodes are out as of the recording of this video. A third will be out by the time this video comes out. Uh, maybe not. Maybe the third one will come out tomorrow by the time this video comes out. Um, should people watch it? Is it worth the, what, what was it, like $100 million an episode or some shit like that? That's hard to say. The dollar wise, if it yeah. was worth it, I would. It's say. Jeff Bezos' dollar, so fuck him. That's, that's fair. Um, yes, I, I've enjoyed it. I, I think it would be rough if you're a not a fan of Tolkien, um, or b or, not a fan of other races and <laughs> genders. <laughs> that's 
for fucking damn sure. Um, yeah. yeah, or if you're not into fantasy, it, it would be a little rough coming as a, like, a, if I had a friend who just wasn't into fantasy or wasn't into Lord of the Rings, it'd be a tough sell. Too. And I'd say, I'd say specifically Tolkien fantasy because um, I will say the first two episodes, there's a lot of people standing around talking to each other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it's setting up a much bigger part of the world. We have to, you know, it's taking place in the second age of, of Middle Earth and Tolkien's world where um, if, if you remember Lord of the Rings – the, the movies and the, the original books, those take place in the last, like, year or two of the Third Age. Mm-hmm. So this is hundreds, if not thousands, of years before that. Thousands? Yeah, I think thousands. Um, I mean, the Hobbits aren't even established yet in a Yeah, settlement. they're not even a race yet, yeah. They're, they're just half feet. Um, half foot. Um, yeah, Elrond is still mid-early 20s, I guess. Yeah. But, well, we're not going to get into it. I'll, I'll get into it uh, when we do. But, yes, right. to me, uh, it's good. The CG is finally I saw something that was great. I'm, I'm always looking at, like, shitty CG. And um, and maybe I wasn't looking hard enough, but I didn't see anything where I was, like, blatantly off so I can see. No, like, I think the, the CG looked good. I think I will say some of the props looked a little cheap and fake, um, which, I mean, for a TV sh- like, let's, you know, yes, it is Lord of the Rings, and yes, it is. It has this obscene amount of money behind it, but at the end of the day, it is a TV show. So I'm curious to what props, but we'll we'll get into it in a bit. But I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. There's some props that just didn't look. I mean, they look fine. Like <laughs> we're we're kind of nitpicking because we, we want to review the show, but um, I think the average watcher will will enjoy it. Um, there's some interesting stuff happening in it, which uh, could go either either way. Um, as far as like the, the overall plot of this show, but I think it's worth a watch. The two episodes, you know, three, you know, uh, if the third one coming out this week, you know, I think it's worth giving it a shot. Um, especially if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, it does have that high fantasy vibe to it. Um, a lot of elves, a lot of dwarves. Um, the dwarves are really cool so far from what we've seen. Okay. As long as you agree, the dwarves are cool. We're good. Yeah. Dude, the dwarves <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, I'd say that was one of my complaints, of, not not complaints necessarily, but that's one of the bummer parts of the original Lord of the Rings. Um, the dwarves books, didn't have a huge part in it. Is yeah. we're always going to these these uh, mines and dwarven you know cities. Never seen after them in they've the, fallen yeah. to shit. You know, never what I mean? seen them in their heyday and their peaks of yeah. like them being yeah just being wealthy. fucking sick ass yeah. and just like building hella cool shit. Um, so it was nice to see that and see their society and see them like, you know, like, you know, you forget that freaking Gimli is the only dwarf in all of Lord of the Rings. Well, the only one who's given like big screen time, right? Like, right for sure. Yeah. That's true. Other than the Hobbit where you get the other ones, but even then, yeah, the Hobbit, there right? isn't yeah, like really, other than Thorin, there's one that like really pops out too much. Right. Like, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, a lot, lots of good stuff to like on it. I'm excited to see where it goes. I will say the one thing that. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of so far, at least, is the pacing of it. But I, I remind myself that they're setting up, you know, they're probably going to try to go for like five or six seasons, right? If you're spending this much money on this show, you want it to go on for a while, right? So they're setting up a lot of stuff. The, you know, even the first season of Game of Thrones, there were some slow parts to it because you're doing a lot of exposition, setting up the world, the key players. So um, I hope the pacing gets better, but it was a little slow. That's my only real drawback to it um, without getting into spoilers. So, um, But, yeah, definitely check it out. You agree? Yeah. Um, well, we'll get into it in reviews because yeah, yeah. there were some things where I was like, we'll get into it, where yeah. I was like, oh, that was kind of unnecessary, but we'll. Absolutely. Well, we'll get into some spoilers when we come back from our break. Um, we're going to take a quick little break for a word from our sponsors. When we come back, we're getting full spoiler talk for Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. Full-on spoilers for the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. We're going to get into it. We're going to get into some theories that we have of what's going on, of what's going to happen, who people are. Um, let's start with the first episode. First episode. 
Uh, we're introduced to freaking Galadriel. She's been hunting after Sauron for fucking years, like a hundred years. A lot. I mean, well, time. I mean, a long time because if this is the second age. And she's been after him since, uh, I mean, you see the fall yeah, of the tree. Yeah, because her brother dies at the end of the first age, right? Yeah, so it's been at least a whole age. Yeah, so, or, you know, part of, part of an age anyway. Um, so, yeah, she's hunting after Sauron. We see her uh, doing some ice climbing with a fucking knife. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, she, basically, she's the only one still driving to find him. Everyone else is like, relax, Sauron's probably dead, no worries. And she's like, no, he's for real, still out there. And then, like, her whole crew wants to leave her and stuff. They fight an ice troll. The ice troll looks really good, I thought. The CG on the ice troll was really good. The physics, which was interesting, the physics on the ice troll were better than her wiring or her wire movements moving around. Yeah, her, she was a real person. Dude, her <laughs> I was going to say the action for her looked like garbage. Well, it, it's like when they have her running on the sword and she jumps off it. It's like, well, she either weighs absolutely nothing or, or the that guy's one got elf. forearms of steel. Yeah, and the deltoids <gasps> of fucking like made like of fucking a Popeye forearms. Yeah. Gah! Um, yeah, I mean, but, you know, we're going to get some some action like that. But the physics yeah. on him were great. The CG on the ice troll was great. Yeah, look, looked good. Um, I like the look of the elves so far. You know, like, all the ears look fucking legit. Yeah. You know, um, I like their, their, like, cool, like, swirly armor and shit like that. Um, I like the really extended handles on the swords, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, they look cool. Um, so, so one of those props that I alluded to before that looked like shit was... Her brother's knife that she left him. Okay. Dude, that thing looks like plastic cosplay shit. The, uh, the dagger. The dagger itself or the... Um... The scabbard mostly. Okay. Um, like when you look at it, it looks painted gold for sure. Okay. I wasn't looking that hard on it. Um, and then you were Me talking... neither. It just it was one of those things that just kind of popped out. I'm like, whoa. You know? Yeah. Since, since we're going on things, I'm going to start off things that slightly bothered me because i think there's more things that i liked than i disliked mm -hmm. and that was um i'm gonna start off saying because i know right away you're gonna say something and anyone else listening is gonna jump on what everyone else is saying it's i like the actor and there's nothing wrong with his acting um but the character um oh black elf aaron deer <laughs> it has nothing to do with him i actually i mean i'm i like the stoic like hard ass elf um ranger type ranger deal um, but the thing is, is like if there's one thing, so his character is not in any of the books. He was made for the show. Yeah. But if there's one thing, Tolkien stories don't need is love extra stories. characters. And well, uh, love stories, but extra characters. There are so many right. un like unspoken characters, and you could have just picked one, any one of them. Yeah, anyone, and then just like, give oh, him the he's love this guy. Yeah, um, like there's just so many characters. It's like it's. I, I I like the actor. I like. Uh, I'm curious to where it's gonna go, um, but it's like it's it's kind of unnecessary. I think I think you're right. You you make a good point that there's so many characters missing from any adaptation of any of Tolkien's work. Like all of a sudden, you could have taken that actor and just put it into an existing character, right. and it would have been fine. It would have been fine. Now here's here's one thing that maybe maybe a reason why they didn't do that. Now there is not a lot of second age material out there mm -hmm. so uh, a little behind the scenes factoid about the show so they amazon purchased the rights to the hobbit and lord of the rings and all of the appendices of those books okay they do not have the rights to the cimmerillion Oof. so that makes it a little complicated to do some of the the stories that perhaps we want to see Right, that so, means we're never gonna get like, or at least not through Amazon or through this show. Like, Glor I think it's Glorfindel, um, who is like, I don't want to say barbarian, but such a badass fighter. Like, he's just gone through the ages of like that guy is the number one fighter. Took out uh, Balrogs by himself and almost took out Melkor by himself. And like to see like the I don't know if you've gotten to that in the uh, Silmarillion, but you'll get to it. And even though it's he's not, the one who like wrestles people, right? No, I think that's the demigod. Oh, okay. um, that's the demigod. But there is an actual elf who went and just challenged Melkor to a duel and didn't destroy him, but definitely fucked mm. him up. Is that the High King? What's that guy's name? He has a G name too. The high, uh, high Elf King, because we did see him in the show. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. He was the one who's like Elrond's his little bitch. <laughs> 
Um, and then we did see Celebrimbor, who's the Smith guy. Who yeah, and I guess since we're going into I, uh, I like the actor. I, I can't picture other stuff I've seen him, but there's nothing wrong with the actor. But in I've just always imagined him being. And Cody had sent pictures of like actual Smiths, you know, being fucking yoked, yoked. Uh, with the cum gutters. Yeah. He's just coming out all sweaty. Like, he's got one little smudge of soot on his face, and he's just fucking, like, all oiled up. That's how I imagined him. <laughs> I just thought he was, like, being a handsome... Hey. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Instead of, like, some middle-aged British dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, elves aren't going to be, you know, super muscular, but something, like, someone He needs to lean. be spelt. Yeah. Yeah. Whitey. You know, someone <laughs> who's just got some, some thin muscle. Yeah. No, those are actually muscle. the only two complaints I have. I mean, there's been other changes, but I could understand. Uh, you know, you can't go straight adaptation from the book. Yeah, um, i i do have I do have one complaint where, and it's it's more of like a fan theory. So we in I think episode end of episode one, and then all through episode two, we see this meteor man right comes down. Classic movie. <laughs> Classic. I have the first issue of Meteor Man. Do you? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, you know, he, he comes out of this falling star. One of the uh, primordial hobbits, the Harfoots, finds him. And he doesn't, he like can't speak. He's, he doesn't know where he's at. He's all, he's got a beard. He looks like a hobo. Um, and we don't know who he is yet. Yes, we do. Now, I think it's painfully obvious who it is. Now, he, who, so who do you think? He, you think Gandalf, he's Gandalf? For sure. So if he's Gandalf, I'm going to be a little upset because Gandalf is definitely not around right now. Like he's, he's over in Valinor hanging out with, I forget the goddess who like cries out knowledge or whatever the fuck. Yeah. At this point he's uh, Olorin. I think it's Olorin. Yeah. Olorin. Yeah. Um, now one thing I think that would be interesting is if he is one of the blue wizards that we never find out anything about. There's nothing really about them. Yeah. We know that they existed. But we don't know anything about them. So yeah. I think that would be kind of a cool thing to find out. I think it would be cool. But but I don't think they're going to do it. I know. <laughs> what I uh, what I find interesting, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, that he just showed up. He doesn't know how to speak, and he's already way more powerful than all of the Gandalf we've seen in any of the movies. <laughs> I, I mean, he wakes up, and he's just like, he just sucks out all this meteor energy. And, like, he screams, and he blasts out, like, all this wind. Yeah. And, like, you never really see Gandalf be that powerful. In the books, he does some pretty cool shit. But in the movies, it's not so much. Well, I think, you know, one thing is, you know, because of the soft magic system of Tolkien, where, like, his powers are never clearly defined, you have to find interesting ways of, of showing, like, his power. Um, and, you know, you're right. In the books, like, we never we see, like, different instances, but they're not consistent. Like it's mostly I feel at least from remember from the books it's like firework magic. Yeah. Like even when he's like uh killing wargs, like it's like described as like fireworks popping and crackling and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Shooting fireballs and stuff, like classic wizard stuff. Um but you know, I think one thing that, you know, like I've heard some people think that maybe this is Sauron, but Sauron's when he's when he comes in, he's supposed to be like like this super handsome like elf that's gonna like, you know, like corrupt Celebrimbor into making the rings of power. Um, and I don't see that from this guy. It's definitely not Sauron. Yeah. For sure. No, it's definitely Gandalf. Like I, and I think the show's trying to paint like, this is why he, he loves has the hobbits. So much. why he has like a big heart towards the hobbits. Like they, the one, um, Brandy foot, um, girl is super kind to him. Um, she's trying to help him out without even knowing being a complete stranger. Right. And then we also see him, like, speaking to the Fireflies and letting them go, and some of them were taking off. Now, here's one thing that, that leads me to believe that maybe not Gandalf. Maybe maybe he's a, maybe he's a Sauron. Um, or maybe he's, like, a Balrog who hasn't taken form yet. Um, the only reason I say that is because, first of all, he shows up in a fireball, and we know that— but the fire's not hot. The yeah. Brandy foot falls in. So— that's my, my exact point, Christian. Remember in the beginning when they're in the troll, the empty Sauron castle or whatever, mm -hmm. and he says, I've lost feeling in my fingers. You know, it was like, no, you just can't feel the fire because it's of it's uh, too evil it's here. It's too evil, okay. So the fire has lost its heat because of 
it's so evil, which is weird science, but whatever. Um, so that that kind of like made me think like, ooh, maybe this guy's you know up to no good, but we don't know. Um, you know, it could just be that he is, uh, you know, hasn't kind of regained his uh, sense of self yet. Maybe it is Gandalf. I don't know. I just think, I don't, you know, it hurts to see a different person play Gandalf other than Ian McKellen, you know? And also, he's he would be so shoehorned into this, um, into this uh, story because, again, he's not a, he's not a wizard yet at this point. He hasn't been sent to Middle-earth yet because um, the wizards were sent essentially to guide, you know, mankind into you know past defeating sauron you know yeah well one thing and it's said in the silmarillion not so much in the books is that the wizards i mean they they look like old men but they take that form they're not really yeah because everyone trusts an old man that's exactly what it is it's Mm -hmm. like oh he's a wise uh could be he doesn't look dangerous i don't know know? if i trust a naked dude who falls out of the sky you know it's fair it's very fair But, um, you know, and also the other thing why I think is Gandalf is that the Brandyfoot gives him the cloak that she gives him. It's great. Right, right. So, Yeah, and he does the thing with, he, when he's talking to the fireflies. It's very reminiscent of him talking to the moths yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah, letting it go. And, yeah, for yeah. sure. Then they all died, though. So That's true. So, so some weird stuff's happening. I think, I think Gandalf is the smart theory there. Um, but, you know. I, I mean, like your theory, though. I didn't think about that, about the fire not being yeah, hot and not being Might be some evil it. shit. Also, when he landed in that crater, it looked like a big old Sauron eyeball. That's uh, true. So I don't know. I, I, you know, it could they could be giving us a bunch of red herrings there, but uh, we'll just have to keep watching and find out. Um, what it, I liked the dwarves. Yeah, dude, the dwarves are amazing. Hands um, down, dwarves have been the best part of this show. So the helmet that they had, the full on um, the beard cover. Yeah, it was fucking beard, great. Beard protector. They have like metal beard. Guards. Oh, I'm talking about even the ones that just cover their faces. Oh, like, yeah. With the guards that were letting them in. Dude, like, they look so good. They were great, yeah. Yeah, the, the dwarves look great. Uh, even the queen, the, uh, forgot her name, the female dwarf. Like, um, Yeah, the one that all the freaking racist misogynists hate. Yeah. She was great. Her Princess char- Disa. Disa, yeah. Her character's awesome. And I even love like the subtle details of the hint of the beard, where like she still looks feminine. She, you know, yeah. And they they she's had got mentioned some, she's got some hardcore sidebar. Exactly, and it's like it it starts off and it comes down. And it's very faint, you know. It's like oh, that was a nice, that was a nice touch. Right, right. Um, big big controversy. Everyone's like, why don't the female uh, dwarves have beards? It's like freaking Tolkien didn't even have his mind made up on that. In in one little itty bitty passage in the appendices. He did say that the, the women have uh, beards, but in all the other ones, they say, no, they don't. You know, <laughs> he didn't even say that they have beards. They said they look identical to female or to male dwarves almost. So, but everyone remembers, of course, the Peter Jackson movies where Aragorn <laughs> makes the, makes a joke. No, I, I think it was Gimli, wasn't it? I think Gimli was the one who well, said. No, he's like, he's like, you know, uh, a lot of people think there are no dwarf women, but that's that's ridiculous. They're just hard to find right. because they look so close to, they look you're so right. near dwarf men. And, then and Aragorn's says, like, it's the beards. Yes, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And then he leads on poor Arwen. Do you think they're gonna go heavy on the? Um, oh my God, the descendant of what Aragorn is? Uh, the Dunedain. The Dunedain. Uh, yeah. The uh, it was with an N, wasn't it? Uh, N- Numenor. The Numenorians. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think, I think we are going to see Numenor, which is the city uh where all the long-lived men uh are from they've reached like the highest pinnacle of man where like uh they live long life they're not elves but they're i guess the closest a human could be to yeah to an elf. you know they live for you know a couple few hundred years kind of thing I think it was like 300 years yeah because aragorn uh, is supposed to be like 90 or supposed something. to be like 90 but he was like middle-aged um yeah because the descendants have been it was middle-aged he was probably like 35 and we were just little kids when they came that's out. probably fair God damn, that sucks. It hurts. It hurts <laughs> here. <laughs> but um, what what's going to be interesting is that in at least lore wise uh, canon, uh, the majority of them are evil and they side with uh, Melkor. But there's a pocket, a few of them who stay true um, on the side of good and they don't go on that side. So I'm wondering if they're going to go 
that side because I feel like in in Lord of the Rings the books we you did see the Eastern men who and the wild men, but for the most part the humans were good. So I'm hoping they do lean into like not, well I guess they did in the first episode where yeah. they mentioned the elves that these these sided on the wrong. There was side. a bunch of racist people who hated elves and stuff. Um, and I think you know I, I think we're gonna see both. And um, and I hope they do it with the elves. Because in all the other books and lore, you well, you always see elves on the good side. But in in the Silmarillion, like nah, there were some bad elves who did some terrible shit. So I'm hoping right. we see we see some of that. And I mean, you know, I think I think we've already seen like hints of of that, where you know part of, part of the um, you know p- part of the problem with living f- essentially forever is that you get out of touch. With the importance of other human being or of human beings and other uh, life forms that don't live as long, um, and I think maybe they're not necessarily evil, but they can be swayed because of their own self-importance kind yeah. of thing. Um, I guess we did see part of that with Elrond and uh, mm-hmm. the Dwarven Prince. Right. He's like, you're my friend. But you, yeah. He's like, you didn't come see me for my wedding. He's like, you haven't been twenty years. He's like, oh, has it been that long? He's like, yeah, dude. I f- fucking, I don't live forever. <laughs> Um, I did love their their back and forth though. I love the um, the rock smashing. Uh, I was so happy that Elrond did not win. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way." And Tol- I mean, not Tolkien. Uh, Peter Jackson for sure would have had the elf win. But right. It's like, no, dude. In a contest of that, the fucking dwarf is gonna win for sure. That's what they do day in day out every fucking. It's like day. what they were made for, yeah. literally. So I was so happy. I was like, that was one thing. I was like, if, the, if Elrond fucking wins, it's gonna. I'm not going to hate the show, but I'm going to be pretty fucking upset. Like, one thing, though, that I think they didn't do very well, like, he didn't look tired. He looked like he was, like, just like, I'm over this. <laughs> like, I live forever, and this is taking too long. I don't know. He swung, and he definitely lost technique. He broke. He broke the, he the broke head the, off the hammer. Yeah. But they gave him a new one, they, and he was just like, meh. I'm and he was about it. to swing, and he just collapsed. He's like, I'm fucking, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. Um, overall, though, I do like the the back and forth between between Durin and uh, Elrond. I thought that was awesome. Well, because you can tell Durin does care for him. He's just hurt. There's a difference. Like he yeah. doesn't hate him. He's fucking hurt. Like, right. Yeah, he hurt his feelings. You know, he's like, dude, you didn't come see my fucking wedding. I mean, you didn't did, see my kids did, he get, did he get an invitation? Who knows? We don't know. You know, <laughs> how does that work? The postal system in Middle Earth is not reliable. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the dwarves have by far been the highlight of it. Now, one thing that's kind of interesting, we see, um, we see the, uh, the love interest of what's his name again? Uh, Ter- Ar- Terror John. The, uh, I got it. I got Erna- it. Ernagene. Erin, Erin Deer. I want to see. Erin Deer. Some Tolkien-esque. Erin Deer. Erin yep. Deer. So we see Erin Deer's love interest, which is this human woman, um, who is a, a healer of sorts, like she's collecting different, you know, flowers and shit like that. She has a son who finds uh, a Sauron black blade kind of thing. And that's what I, I'm curious, like, I, like it's what not, is that? It's not Sauron because he hasn't been introduced yet. Right. Um. So it has, it has to his be, little, it has his little rune on it. It has to be Melkor. I feel like Melkor's and, sword. I mean, and when it, and when he bleeds. It like sucks it in and it starts growing again, which is awesome. But it's not in any of the books. But it's fucking cool. Like, yeah, it's a cool, cool effect. So yeah, I'm wondering what that is. Like, and then if it is Melkor's blade, why is it there? Yeah, what human had it and put it there? I mean, there's a lot to explain. Let's just hide it under this random lady's barn. <laughs> you know, that's a good place to keep it out of trouble. I know. I know you said that the show seems slow. I'm actually enjoying the pacing because uh, it's similar to the books. It's not. Not everything's super fast and actiony. My my main complaint for the the pacing is that we're not getting enough time with each character. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I want I wanted more time with Durin and Elrond, like discussing like their past and stuff, and it's, it's flashing back and forth between them and uh, Aaron Deer or whatever his name was, um, and then back to the Harfoots, and then back to um, uh, Galadriel. Galadriel. Gladrill, so. Um and you know it's just it's just shooting back and forth. It's like you know, I'd be okay if like for half an episode we were with one, and then half an episode we were with the other one, and then episode two we're with two other ones. You know, like I, I like to sit with characters a little bit longer. 
um, to get this emotional attachment to him. But, you know, again, this first two episodes, I'm not going to be too hard on it. I'm hoping there's a lot of episodes, um, but who knows? Yeah, I don't With know. With the money they spend, I hope it's I hope it's quite a few. Yeah, so we'd be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit about the hate that the show is getting for <laughs> for no reason. Amazon had to stop the reviews because so many people were hating the diversity. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, like, it seems that there's this growing there's this growing trend where any show that has any amount of added like diversity or gen- a gender swapped character or like a prominent female character that maybe wasn't prominent in the source material anytime that happens like all the fucking like neck beards out there go like oh god i can't believe this is happening this is the downfall of our society <laughs> and it's it's just ridiculous um i mean like don't get me wrong i i i think that there is a trend in in hollywood and you know uh pop culture to to check the boxes for diversity and not really mean it sincerely we saw that with our with that uh Remember what was the uh, comic book characters like uh, Safe Space? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Screen Time and all this stuff. I honestly thought it was. I still. I don't know. I guess it's not a joke. But I honestly it's not thought a joke. It was a they joke they thought was... they thought they were connecting with the youth of today, and maybe they are. <laughs> um, but I think I think there's there's a difference between something like this show, which to me doesn't feel like that. It just feels like, you know, they're having to tell a story with very little material to go on. We have like the we have the world that has been built. We have like the start point and the end point, but that's kind of it and they're they're having to make up some of the stuff that's happening. Um so like I you know, I don't care if there's black elves and dwarves, like who gives a shit? Like um and for those uh, people out there who are like, "Oh, well Tolkien said that blah 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 blah." First of all, Tolkien didn't say shit. <laughs> like he like he doesn't and this is one of my complaints with him as a as a author in general. Like he doesn't describe what his characters look like. Like we don't know. Like does Aragorn have a beard in the books? It is never said at all in the books is ever. It? Never. Like we don't know what color hair he has. We don't know what color Gimli's beard is. Like all this stuff we've kind of accepted as fact is from the Peter Jackson movies. That's true. You know, and I think that people need to realize that. That if you're gonna get mad at anybody, get mad at Peter Jackson for <laughs> for making all the elves white. I feel like he has said that elves are fair skin, but he didn't say that all elves are fair skin. Right, and and fair skin can mean a variety of things too. Like if you look at uh, Aaron Aaron Deer, that, mm-hmm. uh, that's what it is. That, that's what I'm gonna say, whether or not that's his actual name or not. When you look at Aaron Deer, Aaron Deer, Aaron Deer, um, when you look at him, he is fair skin. For an African American guy or African English guy, how do they say that in, in England? That what? They're not African American. They just say black. I'm assuming. I'm just gonna go back to black. Back in black. Um. Yeah. He he is very fair skinned. Like he he has uh, lighter skin, and he's he's got like very like he's got that elfish, you know, whimsical look. Yeah. Him, you he know definitely what I mean? looks elfish. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. Now. If they got like uh, what's his face? If they got like Ice Cube, to be to be an elf, someone who doesn't have the build, <sighs> someone not necessarily have, doesn't have the build, has that constant Ice Cube face to him. You know what I mean? You, you know the one. Like if, he'd be a good dwarf. You're you're picturing Ice Cube in your brain. That's the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would be a good dwarf. Actually, I think that'd be fucking cool. He's <laughs> like, yo. I'm going to pound some rocks. It was like, okay, cool, man. I, I mean, he, uh, you know, Ice Cube always has that, that look where he's pissed off. He's just looking at you yeah, like. Yeah, he's he, surly. He can definitely make you feel stupid for something you have said with one look. Yeah. Yeah, just the, <laughs> the Ice Cube look. Yeah, I mean, if he was an elf, sure, I, I could see your problem. But this guy that got to play Aaron Deere is is great. I'm excited to see what he does. I like I like the look of his armor. I thought that was kind of cool. They have like a yeah. little tree. Thing. He's got the wood elf symbol too that yeah. um, the hobbits later got. Yeah. Oh, also, did you see the ants in this in the show? Uh, well, when the comet was going, yeah, yeah they were background. I mean, background. I, the ants are obviously not going to get a whole lot sure. of airtime. It was fun to see a little little 
you know, smattering yeah. of them in the background. Oh, we didn't say the the goblins. They looked great. Ooh, the goblins are great. I, I want to say they're goblins. Goblins tend to be smaller. They might be orcs, I guess. Well, goblins and orc is interchangeable in Tolkien. That's true. The Urukai, and they're not Urukai. Urukai, Urukai yeah, not until later. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because there's, because he. Well, that's one thing that's kind of interesting too. I've I've done a lot of like I, I go, Tolkien tubing, and I, I forget that I go between D and D. and in Tolkien, where D and D goblins are smaller, orcs yeah. are bigger. So the, in in Tolkien, there's goblins and orcs, which are interchangeable. interchangeable. Yeah, he, he switches there, them up. All there's the time. also he's mentioned like hobgoblins. Hob Goblin men, yeah, which are not Urukai. No, um, they would be, I guess, what would be considered in D D like half orc, you know. Um, yeah, but even then, like half go- half men or and half goblin and Urukai are. I feel those are not the same. Those are those are different. Yeah, the Urukai are like the the bread for fighting, ultra roided out. Yeah, orcs. bigger, huger. Yeah. yeah, obviously modeled after black people. Come on, Peter Jackson. <laughs> we know what you're doing. Um, and I also, since we're talking about half, I wonder if they're going to mention Elrond being a half elf. Yeah. Which I feel they kind of hinted at the episode where he was not elected, and they're kind of like, you know why? Like, yeah. They didn't really say, they didn't outright say it. But, but then Aaron Deer's uh, buddy was saying, like, you know, coupling between elves and man have, have never worked or whatever. Yeah, I think in the sense of, like, um, not <laughs> the, of like the only ha- one we got is Elrond. He's yeah, exactly. fuck up. <laughs> you know what he's fucking like. <laughs> he's got that weird chin. Uh, that guy, that actor. Has they- a chin. <laughs> Yes. Very pronounced. Very pronounced, sure. Um, but I think they get they did a great job in casting where he looks like nineteen and like forty five at the same yeah. time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like yeah. that's how I've always felt elves were like, where you can't yeah. tell. Like, is this dude older or is he a kid? Like He's got I can't that fucking ageless tell. face kind of thing, yeah. you know. Galadriel looks like a young girl. Yes. You for know? Sure. Um, but yeah, you're right. Elrond does look like like a forty year old man in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's times like he looks like a fucking kid and yeah. um but there's other times like no he looks like he's 45 yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's seen some shit <laughs> yeah um i like the casting so far of um most of the people my phone is ringing i'm trying to silence it there it goes um i like the casting that we've seen so far um i think every i really like uh the head hobbit dude um oh yeah, yeah. whoops <laughs> The um the fortune teller dude, uh I mean I don't know his name yet, but he's like he seems cool, um and I like how he's always kind of grumpy and he's like he's seen some foretelling, um in the stars. Sadik Sadik Burrows. Sadik Burrows. Um, Sadiq. <laughs> um, I think it's overall it's a good show. I'm excited to see where it goes next, um, but I'm also like. I don't know. I, I just don't want them to go out on too many limbs as far as like their own liberties and stuff. Cause yeah. they are taking liberties with the, the storyline yeah, that's out for there. Sure. But, um, so far I'm okay with it. I'm curious how they're going to make, uh, a, how they're going to make Sauron look, um, as an elf, if they're even going to do it. I, I, I feel like they really should, but I could also understand it's going to be a hard fucking sell for anyone who has just seen the movies. Like it's gonna right. be hard for them to understand that he once had a body, hot body, <laughs> a hot body, hot body, because they're all used. To, and that's the thing that um, that's another thing that people get hung up on this, in the books. He very much never describes what Sauron looked like right. in Lord of the Rings. It's just the glowing eye. Right. That is it. Right. It's in the Silmarillion. He does describe what he that he could take shapes and forms of what he wanted to look like, and one of them was a hot elf, so. hot ass elf. So I I think it's going to be difficult for audiences who are just the Peter Jackson fans. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it could be, um, I hope they do it well where like Keller Brimboard's like introduced to some guy who's like supposed to help him out. Who's like a prodigy or something. And then like the people who don't know that story would be surprised. That's what I'm hoping for. Like us, you know, we kind of know that, oh, if this guy comes in and he's like, hey, I know you're trying to make something that will keep, like, the elf realms, you know, young and perfect forever. Have you thought about rings? Yeah. Like, we'll kind of know what that's all about. Um, or, like... What I hope they don't do, mm. what I can see them doing, is just making a Celebrimborn be Sauron. Oh, that would be shitty, for <laughs> sure. Which, um... Because, like, him dying 
is like a big ass scene. It's and it's a huge fucking deal, yeah. Yeah. And, and the fact that he feels betrayed is I was fucking tricked by this, you know, being into making these things. And another thing too is that the the three rings that were made for the elves, he made them without Sauron. Yeah. Which is why they weren't necessarily like they never used them because the one ring could still find them and control them if they were used, but they weren't tainted by him. No. You know what I mean? So And I, I hope they do use the dwarves to make the rings because they do help. Like right now they're having to make the castle, which is cool. Yeah, the, the forge or whatever. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see what goes on. I was worried the I think the the Amazon media team, the uh, PR team, has done a poor job of marketing this show. Um, they've done the job that that makes it play right into that that right wing misogynist racist, <laughs> you know, YouTuber uh, makes it play right into their fears. You know oh, what I mean? For sure. And and it, it could have very easily been that way, but it's definitely not. It's just like, oh, we just have a diverse cast. That's cool. It's not like we don't have uh, Princess uh, Disa, right? Mm -hmm. That was her name. Disa. We don't have her talking about how like how hard it is being, uh, you know, a, a black dwarf and how like, you know, how like women don't get respect in the dwarfing kingdom and stuff. It's not like that. Like, yeah. there's, it's not like they're, po you know, pushing some sort of woke agenda. It's at the end of the day, it's just Lord of the Rings, yeah. which is what everyone wants. I'm curious to see what the I can't wait till side. that happens in episode three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm curious, though, like how the other side, what they would have done. Like, it's just like, um, no, actually, I do know what they would have done, which would have been Peter Jackson's film where, like, the Urukai. Yeah. I mean, they, they were dark skin, dreadlocks, you know, fucking, uh, like, uh, we all know what Jackson was going for, so. I'm, uh, I'm too pasty to name off all the all the similarities. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I and I think, you know, P Peter Jackson could get a bunch of shit because of how he casts his, his movies but at the end of the day i don't think he does it from a place of malice you know what i mean i think he he used the people he had available to him and what he had a, as an image of what tolkien put in in you know when he read the books you know and i think you know that's at the end of the day he you could tell he loved the material and he respected it and yes there weren't that many black people <laughs> You know, weren't any black people unless they were Urukites. <laughs> right, right. Oh, we got a bunch of New Zealanders? They're the orcs. Yeah. <laughs> just throw them in there. Yeah. <laughs> All the Maoris. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, yeah it's throw fine. Um, but I, I, I don't I don't think I don't think he did it from a place of, of ill intent. Um and you know, I think that no, no, no. he definitely didn't do it for Lord of the Rings. He a hundred percent did it for King Kong. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the natives Why? with the bones. <laughs> oh, oh, I I don't remember that movie that well. I was gonna say Andy Circus played the gorilla. What are you talking about? Thought <laughs> <laughs> so that's where you were going. No, 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 no. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I can't. I, I don't think I could unless Andy Circus does some real blatant racist shit. I don't think I could hate him. Yeah, he, he's, he's he just seems like a really cool guy. He is a very cool guy. I've met him. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. Um. And uh. Yeah. I think. I think overall. This the show is definitely worth watching. Um, I think all the people out there making, all the people out there rating it poorly for being too diverse are just fucking assholes. Well, and the thing is, is we actually I've gone and read some of the reviews, and it's like, okay, you obviously didn't watch the fucking show, where mm -hmm. they hated all of the costumes, all of the um, you know props. It's like, okay, you just didn't watch it. Just say, right. okay, I didn't watch it, but I want to say some shit that I'm not gonna point out that I obviously like. Right. Hate the diversity. I'm going to name other shit that I'm just guessing had happened. Right. And I think, you know, um, again, I think the PR team for uh, Lord of the Rings has done a very poor job representing it um, and representing it to its fan base. Like the big the big um, thing that they had where it was the super fans react to the, the first two episodes where they obviously weren't super fans. They were just like a bunch of you know, very like hip young YouTube like influencers or whatever. Um, who oh, were, I haven't seen that video. That oh, remind me to send it to you. Yeah, after yeah, this. Yeah. I will send it to you. Um, but it, it was, it was very obvious. They weren't super fans. Like one of them was like, Oh, I wonder if they're going to like, you know, it'd be great to see 
them explain why they actually made these rings. What was that all about? And I was just like, oh, my God, you fucking like, idiot. You're a super fan, right? Yeah. I don't think you're even a fan. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, they explained it in the first you know, opening crawl of Lord of the Rings movies. Um, but, yeah, I think they've done a poor job marketing the show. Um, but they do it because they're trying to market to that younger audience who may not be like the sweaty neckbeards. The sweaty neckbeards are going to see it anyway. You know, us nerds are, are going to see anything that says Lord of the Rings in front of it. So I think they're just trying to cast a wide net. And that has rubbed a lot of those uh, right wing conservatives. Yeah. Wrong. And and I mean, like all fandoms outside of the sweaty neckbeards, there's going to be people who just like are going to dislike it for goofy things that wouldn't work. Like, um, yeah, I was talking to a few people on Twitter, like they were upset how in uh, the original Peter Jackson that Tom Bombadil didn't show right. up. I was like, well, dude, like it, it would, it know, would break the realism of to, a movie to have a godlike being show up where this one ring is so dangerous that Gandalf, um, Galadriel, Galadriel Elrond, anyone who takes his ring would be corrupted. And you see Tom Bombadil take the ring, you know, fling, just flicks it around like, oh, this thing puts hey. it on, doesn't do anything. Yeah, it doesn't even turn invisible. It's like, oh, yeah, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and then and then they just leave it. It's like, who the fuck was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> we can't leave it with him because he might forget about it in a few hundred years, and then someone else will find it. It's yeah, just... exactly. It, it's it's He's a hard character to explain away. There's certain things that I think you have to sacrifice when making a, one of these adaptations that, you know, you do have to make certain sacrifices. I think where Peter Jackson got it right is that he knew where that line was. Yeah. And he kept the stuff in that that was important that made the story progress. And he added stuff too that made a better story, like Aragorn's whole character arc. Like he didn't really have a character arc in the books; he was just this king in hiding, just waiting for the right moment. Yeah, yeah. But in the movies, he, he you know he didn't want it. He he didn't think he was ready. He didn't think he was worthy. And he eventually you know finds himself to be ready to be that king. Um, so it was nice to have extra stuff put into the movie. So I think that there's there's high hopes for this show. I'm excited to see what comes next. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't just like a, like a shitty CW show. Um, <laughs> it looks good. It sounds good. The music, was I, like I was mentioning to you, was kind of like, meh, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's not like the Lord of the Rings, you know, the... That's stuff, but also like the score and the whole sound team of Lord of the Rings. Even to this day, yeah. like if you watch so everything in uh, the Mines of Moria, like when they're on the um, the bridge that's breaking, it's just all the sound of like even with my shitty sound system, like sounds so good. Yeah, it gives you fucking chills. Like it yeah. still feels epic. And I just remember watching in the theater, like this is fucking amazing, and the sound. On it this still looks amazing to this day. I just rewatched all of them, like. Yes, there, there's some wonky ones. Like, do you remember the scene when where Legolas on the horse is shooting is shooting the arrows, and then the horses come up behind yeah. him and he grabs it and that like was, and he just flips over. That was pretty bad. Yeah. But also, they just they, I understand that he wanted to make Legolas look like this amazing fighter, which he was good. Um, but he turned him into a superhero. He turned him into and, and Gimli was better. Yeah, Gimli was better. Hell yeah! When they had the uh, when he was trapped in the cave, when they were having the contest of who who killed more, yeah. Gimli won by two. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I have high hopes for the show. I think everyone should check it out. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next, and we'll do a we'll do a full season recap too once it, once it's all done, said and done. Yeah, we should get a Fabian. Yeah, to come on. Yeah, she's a big fan too. Yeah, she, she's pretty woke. <laughs> she can she can make us check our privilege. I just meant more. She's. Like, also a super Tolkien fan. Yeah. No, I, I, you know, we need to get that other perspective in there because I just don't give a shit. I just want good <laughs> elves and dwarves. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm, I'm an easy to please guy. I just want it to be fantastic and whimsical, you know. Thank you guys for checking, you know, checking out the show, listening every week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Please like and subscribe. It really helps us out. Let us know down in the comments. Who do you think? the meteor man is is it gandalf is it sauron is it saruman is it tom bombadil who knows uh let us know your thoughts down in the comments we want to theorize i i miss i do love your theory i do love your theory i do i do miss a good like 
like fan theory show. We haven't had that in a while no, since, no. since like WandaVision. You know what I'm saying? So uh, let us know down in the comments. We, we do want to hear from you. And while you're down there, like and subscribe. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Le- you know, leave us a few shekels. Help us keep this show going. Also, I'm unemployed, unemployed now. So, you know, any every dollar helps, you know. We should start a Kickstarter for Yeah, you. start a Kickstarter for it's called unemployment for Cody. Um, but we do appreciate you guys coming in every week and listening. Christian, thank you for being the Legolas to my Gimli. <gasps> Whoa. No, I think even that, I would rather be Gimli. But that's cool. I'll take Legolas. Yeah. Legolas is cool. No, Legolas is cool. I just have a bigger beard than you, and I always will. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's all the nerds out there. Remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you, and good night.